0: Rock, Iraq. rock, Iraq. rock, Iraq. rock, rock, rock. It's time Iraq. to jam, y'all. Iraq. Freaks, Iraq. get up against Iraq. the wall. <laughs> and
1: let's rock! Iraq. Hey, Iraq. hey! rock. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. It's Rock and Roll Death Brigade podcast with me, Randy Rocket Cody of the it is August 1st, 2022, Monday. Hope everyone's doing good out there, having yourself a good start to the new week. Hopefully, you had uh, some nice, relaxing time this weekend, spent some time with your family. we got a lot of ground to cover, so before we get rocking uh, with some music, we'll talk about the latest news stories you'll find at themetalden.com, as well as my personal site, randyrocketcody.com. Well, the biggest story going on uh, right now actually is a story that's carried over from last week that um, I had broke to the uh, to the news media, like I said, about a week ago about uh, Tommy Lee getting caught from Motley Crue. Uh, the drummer Tommy Lee getting caught uh, playing with a drum backing track during one of the... Uh, most recent Motley Crue concerts on the stadium tour. So this this video is available all over now. I mean, just 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 about everybody that's that's uh, that's a big name from Planet Rock Radio to Metal Hammer has has posted the video. So this story is huge. It's massive. It's all over the place. Um, all the different radio stations across the U.S. and and overseas are like I said, are running this video. So it's uh, it's a big controversy because it's believed now that there's some kind of uh, sabotage going on with Tommy Lee uh, versus Vince Neil. And this is something that's carried over apparently from an altercation uh, the two had had. Uh, look, these two have had a real love-hate relationship for a long time. Uh, there's actually a new article I have uh, put up that uh, talks about the physical abuse that Tommy Lee has suffered uh, from Vince Neil going back 20 years, where at one point uh, in, in 2000, Tommy Lee had confided that he was punched, a sucker punched in the face by Vince Neil. Uh, so it's not something that's new. This is something that's that's been going on apparently uh, for a long time between uh, these two guys and so it's just escalated. It looks like uh, what's happening here is uh, Tommy Lee's doing some sort of uh, sabotage against the band. And so he's, you know, look, this guy's a, a top-notch professional. He would not ever get caught doing something like that. You know, uh, it, it just, it looks to me like this thing is, is, is a complete, uh, he's, he's trying to, you know, flex his muscle against Vince Neil in a different way. So it's very interesting how it's playing out now. Motley Crue will play um, in Fenway Park in Boston coming up uh, two nights back to back, August fifth and sixth. So they've had a little bit of break here now for a week or so, week and a half, whatnot, couple weeks. They're they're getting you know getting ready to go again, and this is going to be a big big stage with these two these two shows in Boston. So look, it's. It, it, it can't get any worse, in my opinion. It can only go up from here because they have literally the train has come off the tracks. I mean, you, you've got two guys who, who are, are just at each other's throats. Uh, there's some, some thing that's been long lingering between the two. I guess it's between, uh, you know, in terms of Vince and, and Tommy over the rehab situation. I guess Tommy in recent years has gotten clean and sober from alcohol and Vince has not. Vince has had an ongoing problem with alcohol and he, and that's what Tommy says has been has been the, uh, the real thorn in the side of the band is Vince Neal's alcoholism and that's one of the reasons why they haven't been able to record a new album in 14 years So there's a lot of just infighting going on and we'll see where this uh, takes us But I tell you what it as I said, it just can't get much worse, but something tells me it just might Okay, we've got um, Uh, Harvested has released a drum playthrough video that you can check out. Uh, Behemoth has debuted a new music video. Warbringer has the U.S. Unraveling 2022 West Coast Tour announced. Definitely check that out. Um, Gonna go ahead and looks like we've got another was uh, Vince Neil had threatened to kill Tommy Lee after learning he got caught fake drumming. So this is another story that's been... uh, that's been, you know, put out there. Apparently, a, another, you know, just huge, huge screaming match happened between Vince Neal and Tommy Lee. Vince, Vince, you know, has had to worry about his voice and his performance for this this comeback tour. And it turns out that Tommy Lee is just making making them look like complete idiots. On top of the fact that he's been getting drowned out by Nikki Six's bass has been turned up extra loud. Uh, so it's it's. <laughs> It, like I said, it just—it's been as bad as it can get. Hopefully, they're going to get their act together. Uh, Vince Neil's—he's—he's he's notorious for having a hot head and, and losing his cool and threatening people and, and attacking people. He hit a uh, parking attendant at, at the uh, Rainbow in, in West Hollywood, the Rainbow Club, with a pizza box. I mean, he's—he's he's attacked a woman with Nicolas Cage and trying trying to get an autograph from them. I mean, he's he, this guy is a long. Track record of of being abusive, and so that's something I think that uh, is is, is going to be something that we're going to see how this plays out because you know either, something's going to come to a head between him and him and Tommy Lee if things continue to go like this. It just it just they they might have to get replaced. They might have to replace Motley Crue. Uh, they might have to 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 have somebody else like uh, bring back the replacement drummer to just finish this thing out. I mean, they're they almost halfway through uh, these are North American shows. There 36 of them scheduled. And so they literally just have to make it, like, I think another good this month of August and a little bit of, uh, you know, some, a few days after that into the new month. And I, I think that that's it. Um, so they're literally just limping to the finish line here. We'll see what happens. You know, uh, Vince Neal is... is the kind of guy he's hes not gonna he's not gonna take crap from anybody and especially when this is such a high-stakes um, So much publicity on this thing and for Tommy Lee to To do something like that to the band and make them look Make them look bad whether people want to believe that he used a he was using it as a click track to To, to get himself on track for the for the song however you look at it, it's he's playing with a backing track that's what the that's what the fans, that's what the people who are watching the video hear is drums being played with you know that, that's that's being put through the, the PA. And that's that just it, <laughs> with him going and, and, and the song starting, drumming before he gets behind the kit, he's he was doing something with the roadie next to the kit. It it just looks ridiculous. So however you want to interpret what happened, the bottom line is. The train has come off the tracks. Motley Crue is in desperate, desperate need of of some help from somebody. I don't know where it's going to come from. I don't know if they bring back the other drummer that they had, uh, Tommy Klufetos, that was uh, Clufetos, however the hell, hell you say his name. That was the guy that, that was filling in for Tommy the first six shows when Tommy was only playing like four songs, three or four songs. So... I don't know how much worse this is going to get between Tommy and Vince. We'll see what happens. All right. Well, before we get rocking with some music, I do have uh, a couple more things to talk about. I will be uh, on the uh, radio being interviewed again. FM Rock Radio WQEE 99.1 coming up this Wednesday, August 3rd. I'll be talking with host Ryan O'Neill about the Black Dahlia investigation I've been working on. I've solved that and I've got more information to prove that I've got the uh, I've got the right suspect. I've named Man Ray the first time I I've named this Man Ray guy that he's not been mentioned by anybody else (laughs) with this investigation going back all the way to to 1947. So this guy was allowed to uh, to leave America without any questioning though he was close to Close to people who were uh, connected to the murder victim and he lived near the murder victim And he was allowed to leave back to France to flee back to France without being questioned by LAPD There was a black book that was involved That uh, That the murder victim had in her possession the LAPD will not release to the public So we're gonna go ahead. I'm gonna Give, give more information on all of that definitely want to check that interview out. It'll it'll uh, be posting as I said if you follow uh, Me on any of my uh, sites You'll be able to check it out Follow me on Twitter Randy Rocket Cody and as, as well Facebook Randy Rocket Cody Okay, well, I will also be doing an interview uh, That's already been done, but the woman who I did the interview with has COVID-19 Nora Finch rock your life podcast so we did the interview uh this past thursday really good stuff it was a couple hours long she's uh started to edit it and put it together for us so we can check it out but now she's sick with COVID. And she's going to be out for for a few days to a week or so so as soon as she gets back on her feet and she's feeling better uh we'll be able to to get that interview to you in, in its uh, entirety i will play just a little snippet here in the podcast so you get a little sample of what what's to come with that we talk about a whole lot of heavy subjects, really uh, a whole lot of different stuff that I think you're going to be fascinated by. Uh, really going into my background and how I got into investigating the occult and and how I really built up my, my heavy metal empire. So that's really interesting stuff. She had just interviewed uh, Henry Rollins and uh, Ian McKay. So, Really, really good stuff going on at her website, and uh, as soon as that interview goes up, I'll, I'll share the link, okay? All right, well, thanks again to everyone who's been supporting my work out there and sharing my posts on Facebook and Twitter. I really appreciate it, okay? All right, let's get rocking with some music.
3: Conversation on Sirius XM's Trunk Nation with Eddie Trunk. Guitarist Zach Wilde and drummer Charlie Benante talked about their involvement in the upcoming Pantera Tour, which is said to take place in 2023. Zach Wilde said, it's going to be awesome. When Vinny was with us, it was always rolling around that Zach, would you honor Dime when all of us get together and do this thing? And I said, fellows, whenever you want to do this thing, I'll be over here waiting in the dugout. Just call me when you need me, and I'll learn everything, and we'll go do this. Throughout the years, there's always been rumblings about it. So it wasn't until obviously now, I was speaking on the phone with Phil. We might have been on a group call, but Phil was just like, Zach, would you honor Dime and would you play? And I said, yeah, Phil, of course. I've always said I would. I said, if you guys want to do it, then let's do it on how Zack would approach playing Daryl's guitar parts. You approach it the same way as you do when I'm playing with Ozzy. Obviously, I've gotta learn Rhodes' stuff, and I've gotta learn Jake's stuff, and when I was doing Black Sabbath stuff, you learn it and do it as faithful as you can. You approach it as if you're in a cover band. When we do Zack Sabbath stuff, I don't start changing lyrics midway through Warpigs. You learn the songs, so that's what you do. Charlie said, I can't go do this as the drummer from Anthrax because it would be a different sound completely. So the way I'm going to do that is if you close your eyes, it's going to sound like it's Vinny, and that's how it's going to be. The sound is going to sound exactly like him. On when he was first approached to take part in the Pantera tour, Charlie said, December of last year. I was talking to Philip, and then he just mentioned this. And then it became real about January or February. To this day, if it happens, if there's one show that's played, great. On the upcoming tour being a celebration of Pantera's music, Zach said, You're celebrating the guys and you're celebrating all their achievements and their greatness. And that's what it is. Because everybody was just like, how can they call it a Pantera reunion and I go well it's Phil and Rex getting back together cause they haven't played together for a while I go it's a Pantera celebration that's what it is it's no different than Mitch and Noel from Experience Hendrix asking Eric Clapton to come out and sing and play Jimmy's stuff and honor him to me it's the same thing with Ozzy we honor St. Rhodes every night every time we're playing I don't know Mr. Crowley everything you're honoring Randy to me it's an extension of that You're honoring Dime, you're honoring Vinny, and you're honoring Phil and Rex. All the guys, their achievements, what they achieved as Pantera, and all the mountains they conquered. That's the way I look at it. That's the way I've always looked at it. More news at fullandbloom.com. Rock and Roll Death Brigade
4: Podcast. With Randy, Rocket, Cody!
2: research all that history, and see there's History Channel and all these different uh, really cool shows out there. We'll talk about the Knights Templar if you follow these different things about what I'm talking about, with the paranormal even, uh, but any of this stuff uh, can be found like on History Channel too. You said Knights Templar? Yeah, Knights, K-N-I-G-H-T-S, Knights Templar, T-E-M-P-L-A-R, Knights Templar. And that's Freemasonry that's that's the whole Freemasonry movement mm-hmm. secret societies yeah you have to understand that there there's a there's a there's a saying as above so below and so that means that there's a whole world that's going on underneath us basically it, it, it people have no idea that you've got 56,000 Masonic lodges just in America You've got six million members. And what happens with those, uh, the Freemason? Uh,
4: The devil's eyes. I spent eight years trying to reach him, and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. What do we do? He's been here once tonight. I think he'll come back. Casket
5: This is fucking insane! <laughs> Unfucking fucking believable Unfucking believable I love you. I love you. Hey, two things. Two things, man. Some of my favorite shit, man. Let's see if we can fucking rally some fucking airplanes or aliens or some shit from above. Everybody, light up your goddamn phones. Write this whole bitch up. Let's send a message. But this, write them up. Let me see him. They're gonna know where fucking home is.
4: Thousands of years. Ding dong. Now, ding dong. Hello. (laughs) Oh, I love your coat. That's very pretty. Oh, thank you. That's lovely. Oh, this is like a warm kitty. It's sadly like my kitty that long died. Can I just put my face on just a little? Oh, thank you. Oh, it's hard to leave love. But everything good passes. Thank you for allowing me to touch his coat. Shhh. <laughs> you. We're going to have a special <laughs> gathering.
1: I'm very self-conscious about talking about
0: myself. But I think I've got something to write about at last. If you like it, you'll like it. If you don't like it, you won't like it. But you won't be able to take it lightly any more than I've been able to take it lightly. I've laughed at myself when I should have cried. And I have cried because I had every reason. I got damn mad. I'm an angry lady. I'm a lady who is angry. I'm been insulted, slandered, humiliated, but still America's sweetheart. Now, I'm a rather intelligent, I think, or, and I'm emotional, yeah, I'm a woman, I'm emotional, I'm not something you wind up and put on a stage that sings Carnegie Hall album and you put her in a closet and forget to invite her to the party, that's given for her, the ages leave her behind, I'm mad, I am mad enough, and yet still very self-conscious, but I'm going to write a book, and I'm going to talk, because I can't do something besides sing, you know. I don't always have to sing a song. There is something besides the man that got away over the rainbow or the trolley song. There's a woman. There are three children. There's me. There's a lot of life going here. I wanted to believe and I tried my damnedest to believe in the rainbow that I tried to get over and I couldn't. So what? Lots of people can't. But I'm not lots of people. I'm me.
1: I'm the one who's had to live with
6: me. That's the truth. Get you. Of course, I get the one that's broke, as usual. (laughs) The limper. Great. What's he want? Doesn't want anything. We got to get the clearance. He's what? We got to get the clearance thing done.
7: From. <laughs> I feel like the the announcer getting up to introduce you on the Yay. stage. <laughs> Give it up! <laughs> this is great if you piss them off, you got four guys in the Yeah, I know. <laughs> For a change, I will get my ass beat if I piss them off. <laughs> dude, that chair you got rocking is the shit. I'm a big dude, man. I need more support. All right. Get <laughs> you, pull. <pole. laughs> you ready in there, Billy?
6: Okay, cool. Billy's the man. Alright,
7: I just have a list of questions We'll just kind of roll through it um, First of all, welcome back to Cleveland You two and you Happy to
6: be here, Cleveland's the official rock and roll state It doesn't matter if you play Cleveland I said Cleveland's the official rock and roll state Ohio's the official rock and roll state Cleveland, Cincinnati, Akron, Columbus It doesn't matter where it is It always kicks ass, there's something in the water here Sure, absolutely But Cleveland rocks
7: That's <laughs> Absolutely well, let me start with Pat, since I'm sure everybody wants me to go to YouTube 1st first. I'll make sure I get everybody hey, some man, stuff in change of
6: pace is welcome. You know,
7: considering <laughs> I heard you guys sitting doing nothing earlier today, I might as well get you guys some questions in here, too. So I'll start with you, Pat. Um, how did you end up with these guys, with Vinny and, and Dime?
8: It started pretty much on a social basis. I, I met Dime at the NAMM show in 2000, and um, <clears throat> just... Pretty much uh, expressed my respect for his work and, you know, and Vinny's work and, um, told him that I'd been playing with Rob Halford. We just completed a record which came out in 2000 called Resurrection and, uh, turns out they're big fans of it. So, sure. you know, um, huge, huge uh, enough to get it tattooed on his leg, I guess. Sure. Um, so Diamond flown out to Vegas to see us play at the Aladdin with Iron Maiden in Queens and, um. That was the the first run-in on the road, and then I I went to a few Pantera shows and had made some trips to Dallas. It was just a a continuous uh, crossing of paths, and we developed a friendship and um, drank many a beverage with Vinny at the clubhouse. (laughs) And once they let me know that they're working on something new, I had to be involved with it.
7: That's cool. Were you when you came in? Were you coming in to be the um, singer, or, or were you going to play guitar? Or?
8: That was the position that was available. So okay, so, you know, it's, I I kind of equate it to a, a championship team. You know, it's, it doesn't matter if you play center or forward sure just it's more important to be on a winning team
7: absolutely now were you were you disappointed before before you came to
8: damage plan were you disappointed
7: with with how going back to priest and you know kind of ending the project that you were building with uh, them i mean were you disappointed that that ended i or?
8: wouldn't say disappointed was the word i was disappointed with how it ended but uh i thought that's you know where he belonged and he's back there now and i'm here so everybody's happy very cool so bob how do you come into the band
5: how do I come in? How do I fit in? Yeah, how do you uh, get
7: here?
8: <laughs> <laughs> uh, swimming through a sea of crown. No, uh, <laughs> I, I met these guys, like, uh, I guess, 90, 97, 98, and just kept a kind of a in contact, kind of a relationship, you know, on many different levels, like from from tattooing to, to drinking. It's cool. Um, I was in a band in Dallas, you know, decent band, and... Uh, They'd come out to a few shows, and you know, I guess, guess they liked what they saw. You know, offered me a shot, man, and I jumped all over it. You know, very and, cool. And it definitely you know, something clicked. Always respected the guys, you know, and as as guys and as you know musicians, and just happy to be here.
7: Right, given given these two guys, Vinny and Dimes, past, do you, either one of you guys feel like a lot of pressure as far as coming into the situation? I mean, obviously, the Pantera fan base is huge, you know. Do you guys feel pressure coming into yeah. it, or
8: I feel a little bit you know there's there's always gonna be some uh pressure involved with a, a situation like this, but I think you know we've we've got a good product and we've got a good tight bond on a personal level, so it's a team effort, sure definitely
5: you, you all know how comfortable we get feeling though man after we get a couple of doubles in us man <laughs> you know we've been down in the jam room throwing down, and uh every jam's better than the last and uh, just getting to see where the band could head, you know, and what we could blow it up into, you know, is is a good feeling right there. I know we, we all know we got something to prove. We want to go out and totally rip some people's heads off and shit. So uh, I don't think it would be no problem, man. Sure. I think everybody will get a, get a pull off of it and dig it. That's cool. Well,
7: I'll throw this one out to either you, Vinny, or you, Dime. Exactly. Give the rundown that you've given 900 times. What exactly <laughs> good happened? Good God.
6: Well... <laughs> On hindsight, because when it was all going down, we were just as in the dark as the Pantera fans uh, as to what Phillips' intentions were in the future. You know, he was out doing Down, Super Joint, uh, all this other stuff, and uh, taking the liberty to take all kinds of cheap shots at the band that he used to be a part of, the individual members that were part of it, and... uh, We tried for a year trying to get in contact with him through management, through the label, uh, conference calls, meetings, and he he turned them down every time, man. So after about a year of this, of us taking it in the face, as uh, hard as he could dish it out, and us sitting over there going, wow, what the fuck is going on? Right. Uh, We put two and two together and realized there was no band anymore, and his intentions were to move on and to do something else. And uh, we didn't fit into the mold, so we realized that, and uh, we decided it was time to start a new band because we love playing music. And uh, being out of the scene after you've been a part of it for such a long time was really uh, disappointing and hard for us to deal with. And like I said, it was even more difficult dealing with the Pantera fans that would uh, die for us, that followed us for so long, that would come up to us with the big chest piece Pantera tattooed across their chest, or CFH, or, you know, strength beyond strength, and they'd come up and, what's up with Pantera, man? What's wrong with Phil, man? He was talking mad shit about you guys. You know, it's like, dude, I wish I could answer that for you. And um, we dealt with it as good as we could, and we're over that. We're past that. we got our two new brothers. We're ready to move on and just totally kill with the damage plan. Sure.
7: Now, Phil Phil is given an opposite story, as I'm sure you guys know. I talked to Phil maybe... I don't know, two or three months ago. And he says point blank that you guys didn't communicate with him. <laughs> you know, in fact, I'm going to read you exactly what he said so that it's, so that you guys could comment and say yay, nay, whatever. I asked him, I said, any chance down the road that you and Dime and Vinny can get past your issues somewhere down the road? Phil's answer. Man, it's not really my thing. Some people can say I'm the one that started all these side bands, but look, I'm a fucking musician. To limit yourself to one fucking band and one form of music to me is just treading shallow water. You need to plunge in fucking deep. There's a lot of different forms of heavy metal music itself, and it doesn't all need to be some form of heavy guitar. I've played all kinds of music, that's just how I am and that's just what I do. I'm not the one that's fucking totally fucking wanted to end the name or the working relationship with Pantera. That was those other guys. They wanted to end it. Okay, who am I to argue besides Philip Anselmo?
5: I'll just say this. Uh, Well, you can call it shallow... If that's what he wants to call it, what I call it, fucking thoroughly full, 1,000% blood and heart and fucking soul from where me and Vinny were coming from. Because when you put as much into Pantera as me and Vinny did, you ain't got no time to go fucking jack off on no side fucking band, okay? That's where we're coming from. And we ain't the ones that took off and left everybody hanging. And he did not communicate with us. Dude, we had... Fucking meetings set up I mean we even at the, at the end of the rope After trying to hook up Conference call After conference call Him blowing us off In between blowing us off Would go out and play shows And people would call us And go man he's doing it again Oh uh, he said Dom fucking sucks And Vinny's Whatever you know Just all this ridiculous shit For no good reason Right Dude it finally came to the head Where you know We're talking to the record company Just trying to get cut loose To do you know Move forward and do a new band And uh we even offered to prove to them that, look, man, we'll do a meeting with you in your office, Sylvia Roan's office, right. the head of Electra Records. We'll do a meeting with you, and we'll sit down with these cats and do our goddamn be- very best to iron right. everything out and whatever the hell the problem is. Right. You know, I got no fucking problem. I sit down with them cats and look them right now and say, what is the hang-up, man, you know? And uh, that, that just was—he— he, Blew that off. It would not do it. And the next thing you know, here comes his next Super Joint record. And in the interviews after, you know, that's the one he gave one time. But right. it, he, like Vinny says, he's not giving the same answer every time, so you gotta wonder about somebody like that, you know? That that don't mean somebody's telling you exactly 100% the fucking truth, you know?
7: Is that the Phil that you guys knew, though?
6: No. No, so, that's the dope fucked Phil. How's that? <laughs> I mean,. Tell it like it is. I mean, the fucking brutal truth is brutal People truth. have been covering up and hiding the truth behind what's on with that dude for way too long. And, uh, you know, when it started out, he, he really had a lot of fun taking pop shots at us. And when he realized his audience was dwindling and dwindling and dwindling and he was playing to fewer and fewer people, right at the very end of his tour, he started a whole new story. Man, I love those guys. I wish them the best of luck. Bull fucking shit.